Today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online is brought to you by HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RGS60 and use code RGS60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RGS60 and use code RGS60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, is it all just a coincidence or am I some sort of magnet? That is the question that we shall answer. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. It is you. Thanks for listening. That wraps up this edition of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the... Pretty much. Uh, uh, end of story. It was you. It was you. I don't even know what your story was, but if you're asking, it's you. Uh, no, I mean, everything's interesting with these uh, these topics. So we'll uh, jump into this uh, story, but I'm going to give a little uh, prediction that the answer will be it's you. We'll find out. Back to the conversation in just a moment. First, I want to thank our friends at HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients, seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy. They do. And, and like this, I like this part a lot, affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Uh, March is National Nutrition Month. Did you know that? HelloFresh makes it easy to choose delicious, dietitian approved meals. Simply look for the dietitian win tag on their menu choices for meals under 700 calories with one-third less sodium. So if you're looking to take a, a healthy path, they can make it easy for you with menu options that are very vast. Every single week, you get great stuff to choose from. HelloFresh has 40 weekly recipes to choose from for all meal occasions, lifestyles, and preferences. Take your pick from meals like soy glazed salmon, with rice or mushroom and chive risotto. I absolutely love HelloFresh, the convenience of it. The price tag is wonderful, and I'm not wasting. Everything's pre-portioned. It's ready to go for you right there. You will love it. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RGS60 and use code RGS60 for 60% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash RGS60 and use code RGS60 for 60% off plus Free shipping. Hello Fresh, America's number one meal kit. I don't have one particular story, but I want your opinion on the many small yet paranormal events that have happened in my life. I think I'm an empath. Random people have always come up to me in shopping lines out on the streets and markets and just start talking to me about their problems without any reservations. I can read people's energy and I know when there's something off about a person. I'm always watching my surroundings and studying body language, yet I'm still not sure if this is just a coincidence or if I'm a bit of a magnet for these things. I'm pretty sure if I am this way because of, I'm pretty sure I am this way because of the paranormal events. I did submit a call about staying in a dorm apartment by myself during the days of reading tarot cards and about the uncomfortable presence that decided to lurk around the corners of my dorm apartment while I lived there. But this is a small list of the happenings in my life that make me think I may have some sort of extrasensory perception or at least a heightened sense of awareness. When I was a toddler, around three to four years old, my mother would tell me that I would go or not go into my room because there was a bloody man in my closet. I was also afraid of the air vents. I see a dark smoke coming out of the vents when there wasn't any. This was in Barstow, California. 
She said that a priest came to the house and blessed my room. Afterward, it was like I had never even been scared of the room to begin with. When we moved to Bullhead City, Arizona, we moved into a house that was a mobile home so you could hear all the creaks and noises the house would make. Around second grade, I'd be scared of sleeping without facing the door. Many times I'd see the door creep open. Not enough to be noticeable, but enough to know that over time it was quietly opening by itself. That's why I could sleep with the doors closed. I always felt something was standing next to the bed watching. I get cold in the summer, even though it was still 100 degrees outside. After we moved out of that house later in life, around age 11, another family moved in. After a series of unfortunate events in the family, fights, divorce, etc., they left and didn't explain why. So in order to keep paying rent on it, my family moved back in. This is where the strange happenings would occur. When we moved back in, we noticed upside-down horseshoes wrapped in red cloth hanging above the doors of the rooms. We didn't think much of it, but the atmosphere was heavy, and even though the summers were bright and hot, the house always seemed dark and gloomy. There was a sadness in the house that wasn't there before. Around the living room was a dining room, sitting room, where my grandmother would keep the china, old records, and her porcelain dolls. The dolls didn't really scare me, but that area of the house did. Our living room was near that space, and you could always hear footsteps behind the couch. Our faucet in the kitchen would turn on without explanation, and the negativity in the air increased. Eventually, divorce, drugs, and anger ran rampant among the adults in my family. All the while, the activity in the house grew stronger, at least more oppressive. My dad and stepmom moved to an apartment complex in the same city, and the house became my grandparents'. My grandmother noticed these sorts of things, but then again, she's also obsessed with scary movies and such, so I didn't think much of it until she began experiencing nightmares. Hypno... What is this? I don't know. Hypnogogic? Hypnagogic? Is that a word? I'm going to look it up. Hypnagogic hallucinations. That's one I've never seen before. Shadows and the faucet in the kitchen would turn on. My grandfather was always at work during the day, so she was alone most of the time there. She was so scared that she brought in my family, who goes to the Catholic Church like three times a week, and a huge statue of the Virgin of Guadalupe and had a house cleansed every day for about two weeks. After the cleansing, she took down the horseshoes from the doors, came back to the house after this, and the house felt lighter, felt calmer, like you could breathe. My last event was in the new apartment my dad and stepmom were in. I shared my room with my brother every other weekend. Apparently, the weekend we moved in, someone had committed suicide in the apartment, catty corner to ours. Must have been while we were gone getting more furniture because we came back. Cops were everywhere, and since that time, I felt something in our apartment, especially in my brother's room. I'd come home late from tournaments and speech and debate, exhausted like one in the morning, so exhausted that nothing could wake me up except... I'd wake up every other weekend at the same time. 2.14 a.m. I noticed this pattern and I always felt someone in the corner of the room, but I never acknowledged it, knowing that if I did, I'd possibly open Pandora's box. Waking up at 2.14 a.m. followed me until I was about 23 years old. It would happen in spurts, sometimes three weeks in a row, sometimes four days, etc. But every time I'd awaken, I would just open my eyes. It was like I'd never fallen asleep. When I was in my dorm... That's when the sleep paralysis and the hallucinations of dark entities started. 2.14 a.m. Not to repeat myself, but from age 11 to 23, I read the tarot cards unsuccessfully, or maybe successfully. 
messed around with the Ouija board and was fascinated a little too much with the paranormal. I stopped all that, even though I love ghost stories, noticing that I was going down a path I didn't want to go down. I started meditating, becoming healthier and focusing on school and fitness. And at age 26, these events seemed like a distant memory. This turned out to be a long set of events. Sorry to make you read so much, but I wanted to ask your opinions. Just a coincidence or was there something else? I got some more stories I'll submit later from a floating table to encounters with what I think is my guardian angel. Thank you so much. Oh, thoughts on all that? Number one, I want to hear the floating table story and the guardian angel story because those fascinate me. But real quick, I did find out what that is. Hypnogogic, hypnogogic. It is something. Yeah, hypnogogic hallucinations are hallucinations that happen as you're falling asleep. They're common and usually not cause for concern. Up to 70% of people experience them at least once. A hallucination is a false perception of objects or events involving your senses, sight, sound, smell, touch, and taste. It's essentially sleep paralysis. Yeah. You know, I had something happen to me the other night at that time. I, um, I was just falling asleep. And I heard somebody, it was like they whispered in my right ear, Carol. And I jumped because I was like, what? What?" And I'm like, oh, I'm all by myself. I don't know what that was. So maybe that was a hypnogogic hallucination. It probably was. But it was kind of freak. It it didn't really, really scare me, but it did freak me out. Because I was like, who said Carol? Nobody said Carol. But when you're in that in-between state, I think a lot of things can happen right then. Yeah, I mean that's where you, I, you can have like the yeah that exploding head syndrome is what they call it, where you hear like a loud bang and it really was nothing. It's just in your head. Um, but yeah, that that sort of is a weird area to be in. I have it where I'm watching a television show and the sleep timer turns the show off, but the show is still playing in my head. And sometimes I'll I'll be kind of halfway asleep, halfway awake. And I'll still be hearing the show and all of a sudden it'll like take this weird turn because I usually watch reruns when I go to bed and I know the show's pretty well. And I'll be like, what the hell? Like, what happened in this? And I wake, I wake up and, and the show's off. So I'm like, oh, it was my mind that was. But I think, you know, obviously this person has some kind of, um, you know, it's been happening from a very early age. So I don't know that the tarot cards or Ouija board necessarily made it worse because it happened her whole life. Mm-hmm. It sounds like so, but you know, like things like they moved into the trailer and then other people moved in and they had a very dark energy about them, like lots of fighting and a divorce. And then when they moved back in or the grandmother moves back in, then they feel that on themselves. I don't know that. I don't know. It's like maybe there was something there. I mean, if they're putting horseshoes up, I don't know what an upside down horseshoe represents. Um, I mean, horseshoes obviously are for good luck and good energy, I would think. So maybe these people are like, maybe this horseshoe will keep us from fighting all the time. Uh, an upside down horseshoe over a door is a symbol that's believed to bring good luck and protect against evil spirits. So maybe they were picking up on that, or maybe this family brought something in with them. But do you think, like, if if 
someone brings something into a home, like you're living there, you're not experiencing anything. Somebody else moves in and they've just got bad energy about them. Mm-hmm. Could that stay after they leave? Like, Yeah, I think so. Maybe that's what it was. I think sometimes it, if somebody's really shitty, that that sort of energy lingers. It looks like grandma knew what to do. She got the Virgin Guad- of Guadalupe and got the house cleansed. And you got horseshoes. So, right? yeah, you do all that. It's 100% guaranteed to not have spirits. Now. And then what about this, though, about the so everybody just take take note. Yeah. Um, but waking up at 2.14 every morning, part of me is like, it could be paranormal connection. Like when that happened at my sister's apartment, that haunted one that she was living in. And I woke up at four in the morning, mm-hmm. every morning for like four days. But because I heard a crash. Yeah. Now I think just waking up at 2.14 in the morning, can you kind of program, like it, it might start for one reason, but then you kind of expect like, I'm going to wake up at 2.14. Well, I did. Can you kind of put that out there a little bit, like a self-fulfilling thing? Like I'm yeah. going to wake up at 14. Well, I did. I yeah. did. I think that happens. I have that sometimes. We're all getting in ruts. We'll wake up at a certain time every night and like use the bathroom or something because I'm 88. Um, and it, uh, it'll happen around the same time. I don't know if that's paranormal. I don't know. I and, think, you it, know, but she did say that she felt someone in the corner of the room yeah. after the guy committed suicide. What's really weird is when you wake up at 666. That's. <laughs> Is that like 706 then? No, it's 666. You have to wake up at, when your clock says it's 666 in the morning. You're like, oh, shit, I overslept. Something Great. You're really I'm going look to out hell for. today. Exactly. When you wake up and that's the 666. What? How is that possible? But it's 2023. Anything is possible, really. So um, from aliens, by the time this airs, who knows? Maybe we'll have been invaded by aliens at this point. You don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I said to, because uh, we're recording this on like the 13th of February. And if you're playing along at home, there's been a bunch of unidentified flying objects being shot down all over the place. Well, and these weird balloons from China and like, what? Well, then even China is saying like, well, we just shot some down too. I don't know if that's just them saying that. So it's like, look, we're having the same problem too. It's not really us sending it. I don't know. But um I don't know. I said to my fiance the other day, I said, you know, I kind of feel like we're in the first 10 minutes of Independence Day right now. (laughs) It's like everything's going normal and there's like weird reports of objects being shot down. All these stories are eventually going to start um, instead of ghostly and paranormal, it's all going to be. And then I was abducted by an alien. And then I was abducted by an alien. It'll explain it all. And the show will be over. (laughs) Well, it was just fucking aliens the whole time, everybody. Now, I have, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. Nothing surprises me at this point whatsoever. My cat is staring at me. I think my cat might actually be an alien, but it be possessed by an alien. It is possessed by an alien. Ooh, that's one possessed by an alien. It's usually possessed by a spirit, not an alien. That's a new concept there, Carol. All right, that's going to wrap up this episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air and 
Become a supporter. You can sign up to be a premium member on Apple Podcasts. Get access to all the uh, bonus episodes, advanced episodes, the archive. It's all there for you ad-free. You can also do it on patreon.com slash stories or ghostpodcast.com. Until next time, for all of us, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. <laughs>